0: This is dropping during my sabbatical.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah! This yeah. is
0: this is dropping when I am just like you know on the back porch. Yep, wearing my uh, my leopard print uh, swim trunks. Yep, I and, I'm already uh, picturing it. Got my I'm in the sun. You got your hat on. Got my vacation hat on. Sunglasses. Just baking out there Getting all toasty brown That doesn't sound like No you're not
1: That's what I'm going to do This afternoon No you would do that. Oh, is it going to be hot no, again? It's going to be around 80 Okay But the sun's going to be out That's all that matters yeah. to me Sun's going to be oh, out Sounds horrible So yeah I'm going to After this I'm going to go home Clean the kitchen yeah. And then uh, Hang out outside Get some work done
0: Ugh yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. We're going. Here's the thing: we have a family reunion that the whole family's going to. It's down in Florida, Saint Augustine, Saint Augustine. Oh, nice! Pronounce it. Yeah, so we're gonna go down there, dude. And, that's a
1: really nice area.
0: So yeah, it's it's
1: cool, have right? You been there before? No. Oh, no. dude, it's beautiful. I'll send you. Oh, I'm Yo, gonna send you spots. Yeah, send I'm you gonna send spot. you some spots there. Now,
0: here's hey, listen. I've already heard, but I'm looking for the haunted spots that you can go and visit. I've looking seen those. I've seen those. I didn't. I didn't okay, do but those. I need that. Okay, I'm not helping you with that. Right, there's a fort that you can old fort. Yes. that was. I want to see that. Yeah. So
1: right there, there's a great old city center. Yeah. Great, dude. There's places I can tell you about, like to take the kids for yep. ice cream and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I want all that. All that, but there's some great dinner spots there. Some great so spots for drinks. Cool. Oh, I got here, it. Here's the thing.
0: Here's the thing. Like, I love that area. We're going down there, and it's gonna be cool to see family. Jen's gonna see her mom, mom's sister coming mm-hmm. from Germany. It's mm-hmm. gonna be great. But uh yeah like you've seen you, you've seen my daughter Catherine. Well, I I do know her. You know, yes. you know my daughter
1: Catherine. Yeah. What's wrong?
0: Man? All right. Well, you know, <laughs> she's you know not me. exactly a
1: beach person. The way you worded that though, ha- you've seen her. Yeah. That I know but, but, no, but,
0: but no, but like, no, yeah, okay, go ahead. Yeah, but the point is like you're making it sound like something's wrong with her. No, nothing's wrong with her. She just looks like Eddie Munster's daughter. You know, what I mean, like like uh, like Lily Munster. She looks like one of the Munster kids. But it's your child. I know. I like that. That's a cool aesthetic. I'm just saying, she's not going to be on the beach, I mean, like listen, out there yeah. in the sun. She's got vampire I mean, skin. I mean, to and, go with a
1: different okay. show. I mean, it, she, you know. Oh
0: yeah, Adam's family.
1: Adam's family. Yeah. I mean, same thing. Uncle Fester definitely. You know that you're I'm your, Uncle Fester. You're Uncle Fester. Yeah,
0: and and she's like, but she's like Morticia. You know, it's like pale skin. And, and so like, you know, she's got that look and she's not a beach. So I actually, I sent her uh, a TikTok that shows all of these goth kids mm-hmm. that are super pale, wearing mm-hmm. those black boots, like she wears and all the black and everything uh, on the beach. Oh, do that's all funny. Kinda, and she's like, yeah, that's us. That'll be us this, uh, this coming week. <laughs> so my point is, is I love my daughter and I think she is the coolest looking of all of my kids. Sorry kids, but she does win. Um, like, we're just not going to be hanging out on the beach a lot. Like that's just not our thing. So uh, we'll do stuff to get when the group's doing stuff, we'll do stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but uh but then i told the kids like i'll you guys, you guys think, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get out we'll, yeah. we'll be at a resort somewhere oh nice some giant house we're all staying in was like two houses i think that they've reserved on some resort or something nice nice so yeah yeah it's gonna be fun man yeah, it, you're it's, gonna love it. it i'm looking forward to st augustine we're gonna drive down and uh yeah and we like we like a road trip that's fun mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i'll get the jerky gotta get some beef jerky get some you're gonna Cokes. hate the
1: parking Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to tell you now. I'm just giving All you right. a heads up. When you get down to that center, you're going to hate the parking situation. All right. All just right.
0: FYI. Okay. I'm just preparing just don't, you don't, don't Don't prepare me. I'm preparing just let, let you. let me enjoy it now because I won't enjoy it then. No, no. Let be, me enjoy it now. Just tell me right now. Parking's wonderful. That way I can enjoy the wonderful parking now. And when I get there, I'll be like, oh. No, no, no. Because I'm telling you now so that you're not surprised. But I'll still not enjoy it. No, but you won't sit there and rage. Yeah, but now I can't even enjoy good parking, like pretend parking. I don't know. I yeah, just feel like I'm you should let me... I'm, no, I'm helping let me you have, not, Let me fantasize a little bit. No, I'm helping
1: you not rage okay. in the car. I'm still...
0: You know, no, first, no, no. No, you won't.
1: Now that you're prepared. First of all,
0: I don't rage. I complain. Second of all... Yeah, but there's, it, level, no. there's levels to your complaining. No, there's pretty much... It's on or off, and uh, it's always <laughs> on. The, uh, it broke, the switch broke a long time. I can't turn that <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, I was... Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. That'll, I think that'll be.
1: Oh, you're gonna love it, man. You're yeah. gonna love it. Little getaway, get the whole family together,
0: right? They're growing up, so it's like you know, Catherine's 21, Eli's 18. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they're got other things going on. So I don't know how many of these we'll get to do. Yeah, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. You guys can have a great, great time. When do you leave? Uh, this Friday as of recording this. Like, if they're listening to this on Tuesday, ah, that's right. Yep, Friday. yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Man. How long? One week? You were just there for like. Uh, I don't know. I think we get there on a Saturday and we leave on a Saturday. Okay, yeah. Eight days. Is that eight days? I don't know about that. I can't do that kind of counting. It's weird to me. Did yeah, yeah. you count the first Saturday and the second Saturday? I don't know. I don't well,
1: know. Well, that, that's seven days. You left on a Friday.
0: No, no, no But You'll arrive are, on a back. Sa- so we're, nine we're, days. We're there Saturday to Saturday. Seven days. No, no, Saturday to Friday. I don't know what we're doing. That's not my thing. <laughs> I don't know. What's, I'm, just driving, I'm just driving the vehicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we got an email from a very nice woman. Um, and uh, she wants some clarification on something. All right. uh, and, you know, she's obviously, you know, because she's admittedly more Arminian. It's why she doesn't understand what I said. Because I I speak at a different level than the Arminian What is can wrong understand. with you? No, I'm just saying. What like, is you know, wrong with you? I speak at a higher level. And so, like, if you're more Armenian, you can't understand because, you know, we Calvinists are just smarter than everybody. Mm. You know, that's just, mm-hmm. you know. That, that is how a lot of Calvinists kind of present themselves. That's things, how though. they present themselves, and I'm <laughs> really just sitting there going, <laughs> <laughs> "That's so cringe." Oh, is, that, is, so that, is
1: that how the how the kids say it nowadays? Cringe. Oh, it's cringe. Yeah. It's so cringe. Yep. Yeah,
0: yeah, it is. All right, you want to read it? You want me to read it? I'm going to let you read this since
1: it's mainly about you. All
0: right. Hi, Joe and Jimmy. I found your show after hearing Joe's interview on the Babylon Bee podcast a couple years ago. I enjoy hearing your perspectives on theology, social issues, and various pastoral ecclesial matters. I'm theologically conservative and lean more Arminian myself. But I have great appreciation for the theological robustness and orthodoxy I tend to find in Reformed circles. I share this, quote, man crush on the PCA, end quote, that you spoke of on the Nitbatsig show. Except it's not actually a man crush since I'm a lady, but you get the idea. My background, she says, is mostly mostly United Methodist. I was confirmed in the UMC as a preteen, and I have been a member of two UMC churches in the years since. On your recent episode discussing worship music, you mentioned singing songs by Charles Wesley when the lyrics passed theological muster. Makes sense. Then, one of you, it would have been me. Uh, made a remark about John and Charles Wesley having nutty theology, but you didn't elaborate much. I'm curious what you meant, because obviously, as a couple of Reformed SBC guys, you're not going to agree with 100% of Wesleyan or Methodist theology, but nutty? What's nutty about it? Granted, John Wesley's idea of going on to perfection has always struck me as weird, and then she tries to explain how that might work. Mm -hmm. Um... She goes, this is kinda of long, open-ended question. I don't know if you'll have time to answer it, but just whatever. So thanks, Rebecca. That's uh that's that's a very kindly written way of you saying, like, hey man, why don't you explain yourself? Yeah, yeah. I'm calling yeah. him nutty.
1: Yeah. How dare you,
0: Joe yeah. and Jimmy? Oh, I'm sorry, I touched your idol, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> you have broken the eleventh commandment. Oh man. <laughs> uh yeah, well this let me just be uh really up, up front here. Um I, I use the word nutty because I don't think that he's, you know, a false teacher that went to hell. You know, he mm, I I, I, disa- yeah, yeah. I disagree with him, but nutty means goofy. Nutty means crazy. Uh, I'm saying that, that Wesley and John Wesley in particular held, or at least expressed views that are not just wrong from my perspective. Obviously it's always going to be from our perspective, but they're also kind of strange. Mm. Um, and, um, that's, and also wrong from the Bible perspective. Yeah, so just wrong. Just wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Wrong, wrong. John Wesley. <laughs> um, so yeah, what what specifically? Now you mentioned uh, perfectionism, Rebecca, and that's definitely one of the things that I have in mind. Yeah, I mean, why don't you <laughs> expand on that because I think that's well, that's the, important. This is a part of the problem with Wesley is like you you, re- you re- have to read his sermons and you're going through the letters that he wrote and it's been years since I've gone through Wesley's stuff. But what I remember is uh, the, it, was, it was strange. And even she seems to admi- acknowledge this. Yeah, like the stuff on perfectionism, it. that you can somehow attain a kind of freedom from sin that seems to go far beyond what Protestants in general have articulated about uh, freedom from sin. Now, I mean, certain- it's a nice thought. Yeah. It's a nice wish. And you know, the Bible talks about perfection, right? Being perfect, perfect. as you're holy. Yeah, yeah. But it's like either that refer- it generally refers to maturity, not any kind of sinless perfection, um, or you were made holy through justification, which we'll get to uh, in a minute. So perfectionism is one of the weird things.
1: Um, what about loss of salvation? Yeah. Being able to completely lose
0: your salvation. Yeah. Again. I haven't read enough of Wesley throughout his whole life to know did he hold that view the entire time, but I've certainly read read him explicitly state that you can lose your standing before God. You can be you can be forgiven of your sins, you can be reconciled, and then lose that standing. Oh. And that's for me, like, like, I know Arminians that would once saved, always saved. They don't believe you can lose your salvation, right? Like the, the grace you receive. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've seen that quite a bit. Um, certainly in the more, I'm not outright Arminian, but in the more Arminian or Arminian leaning brothers and sisters in the SBC, you're not losing your salvation. That's, that's a little, that's very concerning for me. Uh, yeah, loss of salvation, definitely. It, honestly, uh, he had a pretty bizarre view of justification by denying the imputation of Christ's righteousness. And even, and again, when he's written about, when I read, when I was reading him on justification, it seemed at best confusing, and at worst, it really seemed to be a, an unorthodox view of justification. Mm. So that's certainly a nutty in my estimation, take on, on a court aspect of the gospel. Yeah. What about, uh, baptismal regeneration, right? Like, yeah, there was something going on there. It's like, I, again, it's it's been a while, but, um, yeah, there was, he had some, he had some strange, some strange views on, on baptism, not just pedo baptism or whatever, Mm -hmm. like that's Again, Christians disagree, but baptismal regeneration, I do I do remember so, that.
1: Yeah, so the sense that the actual, the, the act itself, the waters itself regenerates. Yeah,
0: it brings, it brings that converting grace to you yeah. in that time. So I, I just, uh, yeah, John Wesley had some nutty, believe some nutty things, right? But um, that, that doesn't mean that I don't count him as a believer. Like, we actually respect Wesley for many of the, the things that were true about him. Um, and, and, and listen... I'll say this, uh, I can think, I could say much harsher things about people in our own camp, and our own tribe, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, John Wesley's contemporary George Whitfield, when he got here, he used to like, like really have a hard time with the whole slavery thing. He was like, really like, this is gross, like what you guys are doing, uh, until he decided to own slaves. Mm. Mm. So, and I know people, but well, he was a gracious slave master. Yeah. He was a gracious owner of human beings. Yes, that's okay. Mm, uh, mm. So, uh, and like, we, we can we can look at uh, people in our own camp, like our old Baptist camp, right? Uh, like, listen, the, the seminary that I went to was founded by guys that fought in the Civil War on the Confederate side. Oops. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, listen, we're not beating up on Wesley. Like, we don't do a lot of that. Like, listen, I'll, I'll tell you right now, I'll beat up on Finney a little bit. I got it, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll take Finney to task a little bit more, but um, but yeah, that's that's kind of where we're coming from, but here's the thing. We still want to learn from Wesley, and I think we can learn from Wesley. I think uh, first of all, Charles Hems, man, the Charles Hems, Charles Wesley's hymns are just mm. like a, some of them I, I I don't know all of them, but the ones that we sing, I love, I love those things. And, uh, there's some, there's some of my all-time favorite and can it be is one of my all-time favorite songs, hymns, spiritual songs, whatever. Um, but you know, when you're looking at John, there are, there are, there are a few things that stand out that, uh, that everybody seems to recognize when you start to pay attention to his life that are good. I mean, he was a passionate evangelist, right? Like he,
1: he was on fire. He did not let opportunities Uh, passed by he he believed in presenting the gospel and sharing the gospel with everyone anyone and everyone
0: guy was you know this is this is the beginning of the second of the first uh, great awakening and uh and so we've got really um these two guys that are being denied access to preach in these churches because the established churches of the day weren't really interested in this kind of like wackadoo, emotional, you know, revivalistic kind of a thing is the way it the way they it. viewed it. Yeah. yeah. And so they're like, all right, well let's, and Whitfield was like, let's just preach outside. Yeah. Cause Whitfield, like Whitfield don't care. But Wesley was like, a, like a thoughtful, like kind of organized, like, no, there's a way to do things and preaching outside is not what we do. It's weird. And Wesley mm. struggled with it at first. And he was mm-hmm. like, He was like, this, it's unbecoming, like we're supposed to pulpit church house of God, people of God, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm, sacred mm -hmm. space whatever. Um, but he didn't just hold to like, this is the way we've always done it. And this is inappropriate. He worked it out. And eventually he was like, no, you're right. We, we actually, we're going to have to change things up. And in that sense, even though it wasn't his idea, as much as it was George's idea, he still totally embraced it and realized like he, and he's a guy that has had to think outside of the box in a number of ways, and so yeah, passionate evangelist who preached to everybody uh, to great effect, right? I mean, mm-hmm. like he was—he uh, was a major, major tool that God used. Uh, him and Whitfield in particular, but many others. But boy, those two buddies, prayer buddies. Oh, PB&J. What's, what's wrong with you? We're not bringing that. Okay, we're that's gonna not gonna a thing. A T-shirt about that? No, we're not. He also loved the local church. Mm. Uh, he, I mean, so so did Whitfield. But Wesley is a guy who loved the local church, and in, and they were planting churches and starting churches that oftentimes didn't have pastors. So you know, they had these riders that would ride to different churches. Like the same guy would preach at a couple of different places. Uh, Wesley did that. Homeboy rode like what, Jimmy? Two hundred fifty thousand miles on horseback throughout his ministry. Yeah, that's a lot. That's on a horse, man. Yeah, uh, preached forty two thousand sermons. Yeah, yeah. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, MacArthur. What? Why would you say Why would know. you say that? I, I, I just looking to pick a fight with somebody today.
1: To be honest, I thought when you said when I heard put that in your pipe, I thought you're gonna go with uh, Rick Warren. Oh, that yeah, would yeah, I mean, that, that, that would be better. more fair because that'd be better because he MacArthur def- hasn't done anything. To me. Yeah. well, not <laughs> to, to, only that, but MacArthur hasn't done what Rick Ward has just done. Yeah. Look at all these guys. Yeah. I have, you know, influenced and I have saved this many people.
0: Listen, I'm not defending myself, but I am kind of a big deal. But
1: I'm kind of a big deal. You see my, you see all the books I wrote? Yeah, 42. Oh, and speaking of which, then, you know, uh, uh, authored 250 books and oh, tracks. Oh,
0: 250 yeah. uh, publications. Mm.
1: 250. But some of them are tracks. Some of them are your yeah. size books.
0: Yeah, but oh, But you know what? I bet uh, I'd like to know. Uh, we'll see. What? What I, do you want I, to know? I, I would like... He also... Yeah, no, that was his brother mostly doing the hymns. Mm. I'm just thinking, like, I, I would like to know... Like what his most popular tracks were, like like what were the ones that really seemed to catch with people back then? Oh, because you know it's different cultures, different days. That would be interesting. Hmm. Um, maybe uh, hey, maybe maybe Rebecca can tell us. And I'm not, i don't mean that I'm not being silly. I'm not poking fun. Like wow, so she's Methodist. So wow, like, you know, how dare you? Or Wesleyan, whatever. I don't know. Um, <laughs> all right, so he's a passionate evangelist. Yep, passionate evangelist. He loved the local loved church. The local church and and he's like Jimmy. He's a super gifted organizer. The every you read bios on Wesley, or you just listen to people that knew him in his day. Wesley, executive pastor. Yeah, yeah like he was that would, XP. That, would be, that would be that would be one of the titles. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. or certainly is one of his areas of giftedness. If you don't know what we mean by XP or executive pastor, we mean what? what Jimmy, explain what what an executive pastor is. And like, the title's not important. Yeah, yeah. What and is and the forward, function?
1: Like, just more a lot of administration, systems, organization, uh, communication. So
0: yeah, emphasis on the overseeing, overseeing aspect. of the aspect A- of, every, of
1: the life of the church,
0: right? So it's, it's very, um, it's, it's practical in that sense, right? It's problem solving its systems. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So but it's practical, but it's practical that comes from an understanding of the the, the way things are supposed to work systematically. hmm. So yeah, and that's him.
1: But that's what he did. I mean, he organized believers into churches, small groups. He developed and multiplied leaders. Oh yeah. I man. mean, he was just known uh, for his organizational yeah. skills that he was gifted with. It's and like I mean, think about how important that is. Think about how these revivals, this awakening, all mm-hmm. these things that are happening, and
0: you got to plug those people. You in. You got to
1: plug those people in. If you, you got- don't,
0: you know what happens? You get the SBC. <laughs>
1: Yeah, bloated uh, membership rolls, yeah. and no nobody one, nobody church, on church on Sunday. If somebody gets saved, in theory, and they're just floating around out there, just trying to figure things out on yeah. their own. But see that even right there, right, kind of shows how much he loved the local church. Yes. It wasn't just about mm-hmm. it wasn't just about uh, uh, doing these revivals, and you know those can be exciting. Let's oh, let's for, admit, for, those, those dude,
0: these guys. That's, a, that's can a, you imagine.
1: That's a sexy thing.
0: Tens of thousands of people back then, in yeah. particular, to hear. These English preachers,
1: <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But loving the local church mm-hmm. and saying, "I want these people to be cared for. Yeah. I want them to grow. I want them mm-hmm. to mature in Christ." Uh, granted, like I said, there's some nutty things.
0: Yeah, but he wanted people to grow and to yeah. know Jesus. You know, it's you. You read about Wesley, and it's if you read about Wesley, you learn about Whitfield. If you read about Whitfield, mm-hmm. you read about Wesley. You, you, they come together, but. They, and Wesley in particular, right, they were not about themselves. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that they had their sin struggles, and I mean, I don't know, you would have to wrestle with temptations related to pride in that kind of an environment where, like, God is using you to a such a significant mm-hmm. degree that isn't common among most preachers. You're going to be wrestling with the temptation to be proud or arrogant. But by and large, what I see is, uh, is like you said, real love, a commitment to, uh, r- spreading the gospel mm-hmm. and the idea, like we have to get them into these communities of faith. So they're not on their own is awesome. I mean, uh, the, I, you read about, you guys should pick up some, uh, some bios on these guys, but, um i read i remember reading about wesley and whitfield and they would fight they got into a big fight over election which by the way it's more wesley's fault i'm just saying he he kept poking at it he wouldn't leave it alone it's like whitfield's like let's not argue about it let's just go out and preach the gospel and wesley's like yeah but that's a stupid thing you believe And Whitfield's like okay whatever let's just get that and he's like no that's dumb it's dumb you gotta stop believing it so um he was acting more like a Calvinist in that sense at that point, mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. picking a fight. But uh, they ultimately squashed it, were able to get on with it. But you read the accounts, right, of, of these guys. And one of my favorite accounts is when they're preaching to coal miners uh, coming out of these these mines and they're just covered in coal dust, just black all the way. Thick. The only, you can you see the white of their eyes. Everything else is just there. Everything is coated. And as they hear these guys preach, The men begin to cry. They begin to weep for their sins. And it's described as gutters of white cut in their Mm. black faces Mm -hmm. from uh, the tears wiping away the coal dust. Yeah, man, it's pretty cool. Mm. Like, yeah, if I could go back in time for a visit. no, Oh, Joe
1: can't can't stay there. There's no No. iPhone. No.
0: There's no social media. Wait, I could bring my iPhone, right? Nope. What's what's it going to do? I'll Take pictures. Okay. You can yeah. Do okay, that. okay. Good. Then I'll go for a visit. Uh, but I would love to see it, man. I would love to see. We don't even have pictures back then. We have all these paintings and depictions mm-hmm. and descriptions, mm-hmm. which are cool. But yeah, man, now, Wesley's cool. I've learned. I've learned a lot from Wesley. Uh, but you know, we think he's a little nutty mm-hmm.
1: from mm-hmm. our
0: perspective. From our perspective, uh, but that just this highlights the grace of God, right? He uses all of us, despite our weaknesses my tr- our tradition has weaknesses your tradition has weaknesses every every denomination association network whatever has uh has weak spots mm. or even rotten spots and yet it doesn't stop what god can do through his people when they preach the word so that's pretty awesome well we'd love to hear your feedback
1: you can follow us online on instagram and twitter at doc and devo or on facebook slash doctrine and devotion you can head to the website doctor and, and there you can leave us feedback you can mm-hmm. sign up for the email blast at the store at joefostore.com and grab some of that gear.
0: Uh, I like that gear.
1: Well, we want to thank you, our All Access subscriber. Thank you for subscribing to your Banter Truth and your mm-hmm. Weekday Wisdom Monday through Friday. If you find it beneficial, leave us that honest five-star review and also share it. Let others know that they can join in on the conversation. And they themselves, all they got to do is head on over to DoctrineAndDevotion.com slash All Access and sign up today. Later.